guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I want to conclude this week in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 with really just kind of one little thought right here. So the Thessalonian saints had thought that the uh, the second coming had already been going on. And so they kind of paused their lives and just sat back and were waiting. And Paul says, don't do that. You go to verse number 10. For even when we were with you, this we command you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies, which is usually what happens when you stop working. Now, them that are such, we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. And that phrase means a great deal to me for many, many reasons. I did an episode actually a couple years ago that really, I think, describes this so well and why this means something to me to not stop what you are doing and just sit back and not to be weary in well-doing. Go ahead and watch this and I think you'll appreciate this. When I think of this this idea of be not weary and well-doing, I, I think of this picture right here. You know, you see this guy who's working so hard and, and uh, he has no idea what is in store ahead of him right there. You got the guy below right there who is so close and he's got good things going on in his life, but he gives up. And so the question is, why do we get weary in well-doing at times? Now, some of those well-doing things are missionary work, the, the prayers in the scripture reading, the good things, the service opportunities, the just the good things. I'm not talking about getting weary in, in sin. These are weary in good things, right? Sometimes it gets tiring when you're a member of the church and you are working hard. You know, ask any, ask any bishop on a Sunday what it feels like to be weary in well-doing, or you're a young women's leader or your whatever it is it's you know whatever your calling is you're weary and well-doing and it gets hard sometimes it can get very discouraging so what are some small things we can do that will bring that which is great and keep us moving forward so this verse means a great deal to me uh let me show you a picture of my family back in 2009 check these guys out so these are the crimlets here you got Haley who is 10 years old at the time. She's our oldest. Uh, she's 22 now, so this is 12 years ago. Uh, you got Cammie over there. Cammie was eight. Adam in front, our man-child, was four at the time. Then you've got our twins, Paul and Sam. They were two. And then we got little baby Ben there that Haley is holding, uh, and he was born just that month. So this is September of 2009. And honestly, my wife and I, we're pretty tired <laughs> raising a family is a good thing, but it can exhaust you. You know, going to sacrament meeting and trying to herd cats, trying to do prayers and scripture study, that particularly for me was kind of the bane of my existence at the time because it was just like we were just doing these things and it just seemed so exhausting because we weren't seeing any fruits of our labors. And so uh, I remember talking to my students, this is right before a general conference, and I was just saying, hey guys, um, you can pray over certain questions that you have. If you have a concern, the Lord will give you specific answers during general conference. I've always believed that and I've always taught that. But then the Holy Ghost was like, yeah, did you know if you have concerns, certain answers will be given to you? And it was like, I got a little spiritual behind kicking from the Holy Ghost. And honestly, my question that I took to conference was, how can I make sure that I am not weary and well-doing in these things like prayers and scripture study and church attendance and those things, which are good, but they were exhausting. And I was starting to lose a little bit of, not lose faith, but I was starting to lose maybe 
hope in the promises that come from doing those things. And wouldn't you know it, during conference, a talk was given just for me. If this talk benefited you, then you're welcome, okay? Let me show you a quick little clip from it and you will know what I mean. As our sons were growing up, our family did what you have done and what you now do. We had regular family prayer, scripture study, and family home evening. Now, I am sure what I am about to describe has never occurred in your home, but it certainly did in ours. Sometimes Sister Bednar and I wondered if our efforts to do these spiritually essential things were worthwhile. Now and then, verses of Scripture were read amid outbursts, such as, He's touching me. Make him stop looking at me. Mom, he's breathing my air. It must have happened in your home if you're laughing. Sincere prayers occasionally were interrupted with giggling and poking. And with active, rambunctious boys, family home evening lessons did not always produce high levels of edification. At times, Sister Bednar and I were exasperated because the righteous habits we worked so hard to foster did not seem to yield immediately the spiritual results we wanted and expected. Today, if you could ask our adult sons what they remember about family prayer, scripture study, and family home evening, I believe I know how they would answer. They likely would not identify a particular prayer or a specific instance of scripture study, or an especially meaningful family home evening lesson as the defining moment in their spiritual development. What they would say they remember is that as a family, we were consistent. Sister Bednar and I thought helping our sons understand the content of a particular lesson or a specific scripture was the ultimate outcome. But such a result does not occur each time we study or pray or learn together. The consistency of our intent and work was perhaps the greatest lesson, a lesson we did not fully appreciate at the time. In my office is a beautiful painting of a wheat field. The painting is a vast collection of individual brush strokes none of which in isolation is very interesting or impressive. In fact, if you stand close to the canvas, all you can see is a mass of seemingly unrelated and unattractive streaks of yellow and gold and brown paint. However, as you gradually move away from the canvas, all of the individual brush strokes combine together and produce a magnificent landscape of a wheat field. Many ordinary individual brush strokes work together to create a captivating and beautiful painting. Each family prayer, each episode of family scripture study, and each family home evening is a brush stroke on the canvas of our souls. No one event may appear to be very impressive or memorable. But just as the yellow and gold and brown strokes of paint complement each other and produce an impressive masterpiece, so our consistency in doing seemingly small things can lead to significant spiritual results.
Wherefore, be not weary in well-doing, for ye are laying the foundation of a great work, and out of small things proceedeth that which is great. Consistency is a key principle as we lay the foundation of a great work in our individual lives and as we become more diligent and concerned in our own homes. It's like Elder Bednar has been to our house. I mean, I at that point, I just watched that. And I was like, my gosh, that was so relevant to what we are going through in our lives. And uh, many of you probably have felt the same way, but I prayed that talk here. So this idea of the wheat field meant a great deal to me. In fact, my wonderful wife, she, uh, she called around trying to find that picture, knowing how much that meant to me. So she ended up calling Elder Bednar's office and was able to actually get it. It's, it's a one-of-a-kind uh, picture, but they were able to get a copy of it. So for Christmas that year, my wife gave me one of the coolest gifts I've ever been given. And check this thing out. Uh, to my knowledge, there are two places in uh, the world <laughs> where this picture hangs. One is in Elder Bednar's office and two is in the Crimin home. And uh, I'll tell you what, I look at this verse right here where it says, be not weary in well-doing. When things do not go well, when you're tired, when you're struggling for doing good things, this is something that helps me out and hopefully it helps you out as well. Well, I love this message, and it's one that I am continually being taught over and over again to be not weary in well-doing, that you're laying a foundation of a great work, and keep moving forward, and your blessings will come to you. I absolutely know that that is true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.